hello and welcome to episode 4 of Brand Pitch. This week we're joined by Jamie Dwyer to talk about the new JDH Smoke and Mirrors range. This is Jamie's second time appearing on Talk Cocky Radio. If you go back and listen to the first episode that he was on, we actually talk about the creation of JDH and we also talk a little bit about what they look for in sponsorship. This time we're going to talk specifically about the range that they've just launched. So Jamie, welcome back to Talk Cocky Radio. Thanks, it's great to be back. And of course we are here today to talk about your new range for JDH. So let's start with one of my favourite things about JDH, which is the names of your range. So we have the X93, the X79, the X60 and the X1, which are all based on not only the carbon percentage, but also iconic numbers around your playing career. Yeah, um, for the people who don't know, uh, the X93, so my 93rd game for Australia, was the Olympic Games gold medal match, which we Australia won and won the gold, first and only gold medal that the Australian men's hockey team have won. So that was my 93rd game, and that's why I call it the X93. Uh, the X79 uh, was the year I was born. I'm showing my age now, but... It's got um it's got eighty percent carbon in it and yeah seventy nine was is close to close to eighty percent but uh the X sixty so my sixtieth goal for Australia was the golden goal in the Olympic final in two thousand four um so the X sixty the sixty represents the the goal the goal the number of goals I scored um at that Olympics to win the gold medal and the X one my shirt number so I wore number one throughout my whole career. Um, it was a bit strange when I first started wearing it because everyone thought I was the goalkeeper, but uh, I was on the field and playing striker, and, yeah, number one stuck with me, and it's good to see some more field players wearing number one now. But So that's the, that's the range, and that's why those numbers are, are there, and so it's because of numbers throughout my hockey career or the year I was born or the shirt number that I, that I wore. So... Um, they're not going to change for for a long time or maybe ever. And so talk me through the decision-making around that. Obviously, it came very early when you were setting up the brand. Was it just uh, an idea that you had and you chose the carbon percentages to match or was it something that someone pitched to you after deciding what carbon percentages and stuff you were going to offer? Um, no, it was something that came to me after I decided to make the brand. I just thought, yeah. I wanted to, to have that personal feel and these numbers are very personal for me, very personal, like the most important numbers probably in my, you know, in my life. The 93rd game for Australia was the most important game that I've played for Australia. My, the year I was born, 1979, um, obviously very important. My 60th goal for Australia was the most important goal that I ever scored for the Australian team and the number one, the jersey on my back. So I wanted to have that personal touch um, into the brand because the brand is mine and that's a unique thing about JDH to other brands is that um, I was voted best player in the world five times and I started my own brand and I'm, I make hockey sticks for hockey players of all levels um, but I really have hockey at heart and I love the sport um, so yeah I, I wanted to put my my touch and my feel into the brand. No and like I said it's, it's one of my favorite things about the JDH range so you also have uh, a very specific weight and balance target that you, you have all, for all your sticks, which is between 105 and 115 grams for weight and a balance point of around 39 centimetres from the head of the stick. Does that come yeah, directly from so, you or is that uh, a decision that was made 
working with with other players once you got the brand up and running uh once it started with me i liked lighter sticks um uh i just felt it made hockey easier and because the way the sticks are made these days the the sticks can be lighter um because the the way they make the stick is it's structurally stronger and the carbon's better so um i remember saying uh, uh, at the start i wanted a 500 gram stick and people were laughing at me saying no it's not possible we can't do that uh but eventually we got there in the end and then uh sort of other athletes tried it that i had on board and yeah they all loved it so roughly for a 36 and a half inch stick we go between 500 to 510 grams um balance point ranges between 40 centimeters to probably 38 centimeters and 37 and a half we go up five grams and the balance point ranges again from 40 centimeters to probably 38 and a half centimeters so every stick is individually uh, a little bit different but yeah that's something that i tried to uh, i worked on straight away when i started jdh was the weight and the balance point when i was a player you know i still play a little bit but i was so fussy about my hockey sticks and i'd just make sure i'd pick them up and they'd have to have the perfect feel and um that's what i want to put into the brand i want people to pick up a stick and feel like that it feels perfect for them so we might in the future we might um add a little bit of weight uh, but we also might keep sticks quite light as well um just to give a bit more variety but uh yeah that's, that's something that i brought into the range and um people seem to like it and, and you see the trend or in all brands now they're getting lighter and higher balance points because um that's what the athletes want that's what the players want and i i think that consistency is something that really adds to the jdh range you can pick up five or six jdh sticks and you know that probably three will have a very similar feel whereas i've heard stories of other brands where their sponsored players have requested a certain feel or weight balance ratio and they've put out kind of a message across the stores to try and find one that matches so i think as i say that's something that really uh, adds to the the brand in that players know they can get that consistency what we do with our sponsored athletes especially the international sponsored athletes is i make sure i get their their weight preference and their balance point preference and their carbon percentage preference and which color they want and then i try and get the specs made um perfectly uh every time the factory really really good at um being consistent and um yeah i've been over there a few times to make sure that the the quality and the consistency is is um getting better all the time so yeah it's i think you're right when you do pick up five or so sticks there's three or four there that you feel okay these feel very similar and very consistent and you can you know if you're ordering online that uh consistency there and i know you've put out videos before of you doing factory tours how do you feel about the secrecy around hockey factories because i know from watching yours that when you've done your factory tour there are other brand sticks that can be visible if you are looking for them whereas some brands will flat out refuse to have any media put out where you can see another brand being made in the same factory yeah um well can't speak for other brands but i'm pretty open and honest with with my customers and how the carbon percentages and uh where the sticks are made and i've been to the factory a few times i know which other brands are there and i, I can't say which ones are there because they might get a little bit angry but i know which which ones like 
who's made where. Um, and when you, you sort of do some research and development of other brands and sort of see what they're doing well and what you're doing well and um, if there's anything that you need to add to your brand that uh, other people are doing. But there are some secrets. Um, there is definitely makeups which are quite different um, and the carbon where it comes from and the resin and other bits and pieces, the moulds obviously. Uh, JDH has its own moulds uh, which are completely different to you know other brands. So, um yeah, there are a few things that are, are different, definitely, and that's why I think it's an unwritten rule maybe between brands that you, you sort of don't – there's certain things you can and can't do. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open and honest with, with everyone about, you know, my sticks, and that's why I put it on YouTube, how, how hockey sticks made. Obviously, there's a few things I want to keep private so other people don't know, other brands don't know, but that's why uh, I put a lot of time and effort <laughs> into making really good hockey sticks. And when I went over to the factory, I took a bunch of balls with me and, and tested the sticks on site, which I don't think anyone else has ever done before. So, um, well, they said that never happened. So I was quite surprised by that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why the brands don't want too much information out there. Um, we can talk about moulds a little bit as we go through the, the new range, which is the Smoke and Mirrors range. Uh, so you've got now six profiles, if I'm remembering correctly. So we've got the Concave, yes. the XLB, the new Pro mould. We've got the Lobo yeah. mould. We've got the Midbow and we've got your personal profile, which is the Lobo Hook, which you've brought back. Um, so we can start with that one. How come you've decided to bring back the Lobo Hook or possibly because oh, it's your your it's your preferred stick so why did it disappear it disappeared because i was trying other molds at that time as well and i just thought maybe we need to go thinner and maybe we need to go to a normal shaped hook because that's what the majority of the people wanted um I, I did that for a couple of years and now uh, last year I was like, nah, this, this mould is unbelievable. I love it and I'm going to use it. And so I thought, let's make it a new mould. And, yeah, so it's been very, very popular in um, in the places where it's been released already, here in Australia especially. We've, we've sold out. We had to reorder um, some more of that mould. Uh, and the Probo is a very similar shape to the Lobo hook pretty much exactly the same shape down the shaft. It's just a little bit thinner and the head's a lot smaller. Um, but that style, that shape, um, I think is probably the most consistent, most probably the most popular shapes that we have at the moment. The Lobo has, has always been our probably our um, highest selling stick, but now we've got the Lobo hook and the Probo. The, those two are sort of uh, selling just as well as probably the, the Lobo. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting to see. It was a bit of a trial this year, but because they've done so well, the Lobo hook and the Probo, um, we're definitely going to keep them in the, in the range for next season, um, thinking ahead a year. Uh, and we've also made some slight changes to the concave, which uh, did a lot, of, a lot of trial and error with a few uh, drag flickers and a few people who use those sticks. And every everyone who's made the change from last year's concave to this year's concave absolutely love it and have um, 
yeah, have said this is a better stick than last last year's concave. So I'm very happy about that. Um, the, there's a slight difference with the, the concave. It's all the way to the edge. It's not as deep. So for trapping, it makes it much easier. For uh, slapping the ball, it makes it a little bit more consistent and flatter as well. Um, but you don't lose that power with drag flicking or with throwing overheads and aerials. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been also very popular they've been probably our three most popular shapes so far early on in the season but um yeah i'm happy with the changes i've made and sort of made the made the range a bit more complete and a bit more uh for the customer they can be able to they've got a couple more options there which i think yeah it's it's better for just the customer because everyone everyone's a little bit different. Some people like straight six, some people a little bit of a bow, some people a bigger bow, obviously. And, and, and you know, you know, everyone's a little bit different. A little bit different. Um, but um, adding the logo hook, which is the one that I currently use, I think it's a great addition. The pro bow has been very very popular, and the the new concave has also been very popular so the, the three changes i've made um have all come off and they're very getting a lot of positive um news and uh, reports from from all players of all levels and in the description for the pro bow you talk about it being different to the low bow and it having a more consistent curve i believe is the the wording you use can you explain that difference uh, a little more clearly for anyone who doesn't understand what that means i guess the best way to describe it is with the lobo it's pretty straight stick if all the way down to really if you're looking at the the face of the stick or down to the the d or the h and then it starts bending a little bit from there with the pro bow and the lobo hook it sort of starts further up the stick so just under the handle probably another five ten centimeters you have this nice consistent shape all the way around so when you're dribbling the ball for example you see more of the ball and more of the stick than what you would if you're dribbling with the the low bow or the extra low bow because the extra low bow and the low bow they're so straight all the way down to the to the jail pretty much to the d on the stick and then they curve late so one thing I want to add next year is like face angle. So when you're holding the grip down, how much angles on the on the hook on the face, uh, which might explain it a little bit better in the future. But I guess that's the that's the best way to describe it. With the low bow, it's pretty straight all the way down to the the D, and then it's got a late curve. With the pro bow, the curve starts up the stick a little bit more, and it's consistently all the way down to the hook. That's interesting. So. If you were to look at the two bows on paper, both have got uh, an almost identical description in terms of the max bow point and uh, the depth of the bow. But what you're saying is it's just the fact that the bow on the pro version or the pro model, I should say, um, the the actual bow starts much higher up. So it's a much gentler bow throughout the entirety of the curve. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, it is. And when you lay them flat down on the ground, you can you can put your fingers underneath um, further up the stick. Where on the low bow, you can only put your fingers like underneath it, more towards the hook of the stick. And also in the description, again going back to one of the previous questions, you actually liken it to sticks from rival brands. Is that uh, a conscious choice to again put out there? If you are using this brand, this would be the equivalent model, or is it just 
that you feel that that better explains the new profile rather than looking at just the on paper statistics of it's got a bow starting x millimeters from the head of the stick that measures a total depth of x millimeters yeah i guess um because that shape is so popular um just in general around the world i think that like a lot of people are familiar with that sort of shape i mean it is slightly different um then you know they're all slightly different when you look at the lobo the lobo hook you know or the probo they're all millimeters here and there but you can tell a big difference when you just actually got it in your hands and you're, you're fiddling around with the ball so um i just wanted to say i guess to the to the customers or to the hockey people out there that that shape um is the most popular shape pretty much uh used by a lot of brands that use it so i just wanted to make them that we've added that to our range so um if you wanted to come out come to jdh you're more than welcome but um yeah i guess i just i wanted to have that shape in because of its popularity um and even my kids, you know, they're 11 and 10 or 12 and 10, and they picked it up and they're like, oh, Dad, this is an awesome, this is an awesome shape. And I'm like, yeah, that's great that you like it. Um, so they've, they've made the change over as well to the Pro Bow. So I think just that shape in general, doesn't matter which brand it has, is probably, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a popular shape because it feels easy to play hockey with that stick. And the other one that I'd like to call out, which for anyone who's followed the reviews and things that I've done might sound a little bit odd, is the mid-bow. So in the description for the mid-bow, you call out the shape as being good for playing on grass. <laughs> now, I know yeah, a lot of... Um, yeah, keep going. I was about to say, I know a lot of good players who swear by the, the mid-bow shape, but quite a few brands seem to be stepping away from it. I know that in the past it is one that you dropped from your range and then brought back. Is yeah, that just I dropped a cater it from the... for? Uh, sorry, uh, allow me to shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you uh, so all I was going to say, I'll be quiet. You can give your answer. Oh, I just um, it, we just left it out of the European market last year or the year before. I forget which year it was, but um, it's just not that popular and. In Australia, it's quite popular because if you look at the statistics, there's about 100,000 people that play here. Uh, 50,000 of them are over the age of 30, so they probably, you know, played on in, – in Australia, you play a lot on grass as well. So uh, there's a lot of older people that come in and, and like the mid-bow. Uh, there's also goalkeepers that really like the mid-bow as well. So it just it's just there if you want it. Um, a lot of the younger generation probably don't go towards the mid-bow. They go towards the, the low-bow or the pro-bow, the low-bow hook, or even to an extra low-bow. And it depends if you're in Germany, they, lo- they love the extra low-bow um, or the concave. So it's just there um, for yeah players that like a straight stick. I mean, one of the best players ever to play for England and Great Britain, Barry Middleton, used a straight stick his whole career, and he wasn't too bad. No, absolutely. Uh, famous for using, I believe, uh, a mid-bow the entire time. He yeah. might have even dropped to the, the 17 mil mid-bow when I just had that available. Yeah. Uh, I know that recent JDH signing, Tom Sorsby, is a big fan of the mid-bow. Yep. And it was one of the key reasons in him choosing JDH was just how much he liked this specific mid-bow when he tried it. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of players that still use the mid-bow. I mean, the, the Japanese player, Kenta Tanaka, He's uh, been using the mid-bow over playing for HGC over in Holland. Um, yeah, in Holland. Tom Sorsby, like you said. Um, there are a few that like 
like that shape, but it seems like the younger, really like 15, 14 year olds, like a more curvy stick, but everyone's different and everyone likes different sticks. And that's why uh, JDH, we try and cater for everyone. And following on from that, so this is what a question that we've asked to a few brands and we've got some interesting answers. So what would you say to a player who is looking at choosing between uh, a JDH stick and uh, another stick from a rival brand? Um, well, I'd just say to them, see what they like and what they, you know, what feels most comfortable with them. Try them out, uh, see how their trapping is, how their hitting is, how they're pushing. Um, usually, I can tell when someone's dribbling a ball and pushing, like wh- whether it's hitting the middle of the stick or not. So, I, you know, when they come into the shop here, I, I get them to test out a few sticks, and I, I say, I think this one might be suit you a little bit better because it feels like you're middling the the stick when you're dribbling it um but yeah i just try and just whatever feels comfortable for you whether it's light whether it's heavy whether it's a high balance point whether it's a hook head whether it's a, a smaller probo head uh sort of figure out what you like and what sort of shape suits you best um and try a few others and then pick whatever you feel comfortable with okay that's really good and the other question we like to ask is, what do you wish you saw more on player sponsorship applications? On um, what, sorry? So on your sponsorship applications from players, what would yeah. you like to see more included on the application? <laughs> uh, um, I would like them to say that, that how much they like the brand, obviously. Uh, it always helps if you coach as well. I like that um, because then you you know you're coaching other kids or whatever, and you've you've got a JDH in your hand. Um, and in the end, what I like is just people who really uh, love the game and are passionate about the game and really like JDH for because of the quality of the stick, not because they want something cheaper or a free stick. It's because they actually like the brand and they actually want to use JDH. Um, they're not asking five or six other brands the same question, the same thing. Okay, so if, if anyone goes back and listens to our first interview with you and then listens to that, we've basically told them how to get a JDH sponsorship. <laughs> so. we're, we're being a little bit uh well i think every brand since corona's come in is being a little bit um more strategic with sponsorships because um with the you know the current climate and everything it's it's a lot made it more difficult to be able to to give out more stuff unfortunately but yeah we'll open up our sponsorships again soon and then everyone can <laughs> can say nice things about the brand okay um so a couple of other things to talk about with this new range so you have got the kelsey amy designs so it's the big bang thermal and vertigo are the three three designs you've got Uh, i believe they're in the lobo and the probo profile is that correct yes and so can you tell us a little bit about that partnership? I know you've done uh, limited designs in the past. Yeah, well, Kelsey is an absolutely amazing uh, designer who who um, used to play hockey for Penn State. And I got introduced to her through a friend of, a mutual friend of ours. And he's got a, such a creative uh, 
like look and vision on on yeah her design so in the normal range the x93 the x79s and so on we we sort of she come up with a theme smoke and mirrors um which was an unbelievable theme and she sort of went around on that theme and we sort of worked together with it um with the the cosmos collection uh the thermal the vertigo and the big bang we pretty much gave her full license and said hey we want some some crazy cool designs which you think look great um and she come up with these these three designs um and they definitely stand out that's for sure uh, they're not they're not um yeah they're not your normal looking hockey sticks and that's exactly what we wanted and she's She's done an excellent job and uh, they're selling really well at the moment and we had to order more for the for the European stock because all the all the retailers um, the trades wanted wanted uh, they all wanted one so we had to get some more in quickly but yeah they're they're going well and they're, they're 80% carbon or 75% I think maybe 75% sorry carbon and they're a good stick um, quality stick and yeah they look great so this was her designs that we gave a full license to create some colorful new fresh looking sticks which is a little bit a little bit different to the other limited editions that we've done previously yeah they, uh, they for sure stand out you you wouldn't miss them in a shop they definitely pull some attention in uh, and you've also launched the f print which is your custom stick designer so one question that i have is are we going to see the smoke and mirrors style base pattern being added yes interest okay i'm gonna have to have a play around with that when it comes back out uh, probably i'm not too sure exactly when um but we'll definitely do it yeah okay so moving away from sticks uh, i think you might be one of the few brands that gives a full penalty corner protection range from looking around i've not seen uh, other brands that offer not only masks and knee pads but also the uh, substantially padded gloves in pairs is that something that you really get behind is not just the attacking side of things but also the defensive penalty corner stuff yeah, we wanted to add it to the range because it's pretty important um the safety especially on the penalty corners and uh we saw there was a market there for it and a want for that sort of gear so we added it we added the knee guards in um and we did the fat gloves as well which are you know everyone uses the other brand which are pretty much exactly the same so yeah we've added those gloves and face masks we're continually trying to work uh to create a new face mask as well and trying to make sure that you know the protection's there for, for the short corners um because it's such a probably the most dangerous part in our sport which i'm a little bit yeah scared that something might happen in the future um pretty serious so because the balls are getting flicked so hard now and uh it's it's pretty dangerous people are getting more and more courageous running straight straighter lines and the the postman's always inside the post these days so you know it's i'm trying to make sure that um i can provide protective gear for those people who are in the penalty corner defense and if an accident does happen and does hit them on the face or the knees or the or the hands that they're well protected so it's more of a it's it's again because i love the sport and i don't want anything bad to happen 
Um, that's one part. The other part is obviously there was a want there for it. Um, uh, there was there's not that many brands like you said who do it. So I wanted to be able to provide that to uh, the dis- distributors, uh, the players, and you know the retailers to be able to offer that part of our range uh, to the customers. Excellent. That, that all sounds really good. So the other thing that we I want to discuss is the. JDH Apparel. So talking just before, you mentioned that this is going to be a growing aspect of JDH going forward. Uh, I know that you've had a couple of clubs signed in the past and the kit all looked really interesting. So can you tell us a little bit more about that going forward? Yeah, this is uh, this is going forward very fast at the moment. We've got a we've got some new factories. We've got a um, partnership with a with a company over in Holland who are who are quite large and um, they've already signed up three, I think more, four or five clubs over there. Some of the clubs in Holland have over two and a half thousand members um, and probably realistically we'll have more than 20 or 30 next season, the following season. So uh, we've got a couple of clubs in Germany who are interested, one club that have signed up there, a few clubs here in Australia, a club in America that's interested. So we have been working really hard Um and with with the factories and yeah, the quality is is excellent now. And with with these things, I've learnt very early on that the quality needs to be really good before you can actually push it out there. So very happy with the quality. Um, we've changed the logo as well to make for the for the apparel side of it. And yeah, it's it's pretty interesting and it's pretty fresh and new. But uh, once again, uh, this is going to be uniforms and apparel for hockey players to be able to train in whether it's wet or or warm weather and we want to get as many clubs as we can in the future and it's there's a pretty big market for it um especially in australia in europe and uk you've got more competitors with you know other brands that um really push hard in that sort of area but yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be big it's going to be pretty big and something i'm excited about and now i've got all the hockey sticks and accessories and you know everything right where i want it um, i can really concentrate more time and effort into the apparel side and try and push that side of it as well so it's interesting um it's interesting i'm really uh enjoying it and i'm very happy with the quality so far and the relationship with the factories and everything that the logistics and everything you need to get right to have success but um yeah we'll see uh if we can have an interview in one more year's time we'll be yeah hopefully talking just as much about apparel as what we are about sticks and accessories i'm sure we can get that put in the book so are we going to see jdh hopefully taking over the australian kit supplier role in years to come uh, maybe in years to come um i think not in the next few years I'll, i want to take my time with this i want to make sure i do it properly first and uh, i don't want to rush into it um so too much so yeah anything's anything's possible in the future who knows what what can happen like from from when i started jdh to now it's it's gone leaps and bounds i mean lots of countries around the world and i never thought i'd um i never thought i'd have this sort of this presence around the world i thought maybe it could be big in uk and australia or south africa but not not everywhere so who knows what can happen but i'm I'm working pretty hard on it and I want it to be successful and I love it. I enjoy what I do and 
In the end, yeah, I am a hockey, I'm an old hockey player who who wants to provide great hockey equipment for hockey players all around the world, and that sticks all the way through to pre- corner protective wear to apparel to who knows what can happen in the future. Interesting, interesting. So there's one final thing that I wanted to talk about, which is not directly uh, JDH, but it is brand adjacent, and that is your coaching app program which is Profess. Yep. Uh, would you like to talk to a little bit about that in case anyone doesn't know what it yeah, is? So, yeah, so um, myself and uh, another company, uh, we decided to do, uh, to teach hockey online and we did it not budget way, like we did it really professionally. We did it at night time, which I think looks really cool. We put fluorescent lights around the goal Um and I just gave my insights into what to do on the field and sort of what I concentrated on. Some of it's basic, some of it's uh, not so basic, but just what I concentrated on and what I thought you need to do on the field to be a good hockey player. And then something which is completely different, we talked about the mental side of it and how I approached it, you know, um, mentally, like um, whether it was training in the gym or my mental preparation before a game or going into tournaments or um, how I had to continually try to improve uh, all the time. So, yeah, half of hockey when you get to the elite level is half of it is a mental. you got to be mentally strong and you got to be have a great attitude to be able to cope with the daily training and tournaments, etc. And then there's the physical side and what you do on the field. So, yeah, we went down that route of um, trying to give a, the customer a real insight into how you mentally prepare for tournaments or trainings, etc., and how what sort of approach you take uh, to try and become the best player that you can possibly become. So that was yeah, it was really it was really good. It took a few days to film and um and the guys who are behind the scenes doing all the, the camera work and doing all the promotion for it uh, have been excellent. And Profesh are now also signing up a few other athletes and other sports that um it's it's really cool to see. So uh the I was the first one, uh, and hockey was the first one. So I'm glad I could kickstart it and now hopefully uh, like a basketball legend's coming on board and a few other people are coming on board to be able to to add to the Profesh brand and hopefully you can sign up and not just uh, you can see me but you can see other athletes and how they mentally prepare and um, you know whether it's your diet or stretching or you know everything I, I, I said everything pretty much how I prepared on and off the field so yeah it was good it was really good and I think if you're a hockey lover and if you if you like the the mental side of it as well it's it's pretty good listen and hopefully you can learn a few things from what I've, what I've got to say and it's you know, I've had a lot of experience, 365 games for Australia, played, you know, a bit in India, Spain and, and Holland, of course, and I've had different coaches and I've, I've had good games, I've had bad games, I've, I've, you know, I've experienced a lot throughout my career and I just tried to give that to the customer. Yeah, uh, it, it is all very good from what I've seen of it. Is that something that we're going to see uh, possibly more JDH players get involved with? Not sure. Uh, I haven't spoke to Profesh about that just recently. Um, I might probably add to it a lot 
um, next year um, and because the game keeps changing as well. So you need to keep up to date with the game. So there's a few things that I might need to update uh, in a year or six months or so. But other JDH players, I'm not too sure. But what we are trying to do with JDH is we have been giving off, like on our Instagram and YouTube channels, um, like Blake Govers explaining how to do a drag flick or Jeremy Hayward um, throwing aerials. Um, we couldn't do the all the other athletes because of the current climate with COVID. So it's mainly an Australian JDH players giving their um, tips, I guess, of, of on the field stuff, but also off the field things that they do as well, how they train, how they mentally prepare. So from a JDH brand point of view, we're trying, we're doing stuff with JDH players. From a profesh uh, brand, um, I think it'll just be me for the time being, and then they'll add sports as well. Okay, so you're actually going to be going back and updating some of the stuff. Is there any uh, is there anything more planned? So are you going to do, for example, a live session via the profesh? app talking through certain points yeah, of the right. game kind of a you have to be there to to be there kind of thing maybe not getting the same experience if you're watching back at a later date yeah well that's uh in discussions at the moment actually so uh we we chat every week or two weeks about things we can add and things we'll need to like to do in the future so uh I'm, to answer your question, I'm not 100% sure what or when I'll be adding or when we'll be doing live feeds, but it's definitely talked about and in discussion at the moment. All right. That all sounds really interesting. Uh, it, the final question is always the same. Is there anything that you'd like to shine a light on that you don't think we've touched upon? Um, no, I think we've covered everything. Thank you. It was, it was great. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you. Anytime. Thank you.